Welcome to the Evernorth Podcast, where we bring on the explorers, dreamers, and discoverers to find out what their true north is in life. Hope you're all having a great day and enjoy the show. Today on the show, we have co-founder of Active Media, which is a media company based in Minneapolis, helping brands stand out and scale in the health and wellness space. Zachary Shea, welcome to the Evernorth Podcast. Hey, thank you. (laughs) Good to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you could come on. So how did Active Media kind of start? Yeah, so um, let's see, it was probably a year, a little over a year ago, um, I ended up meeting with my now business partners, um, Antonio and Paul. And um, I, at the time, was um, still in college, and um, I was about to drop out. I was going to go freelance, didn't really know what I wanted to do. And... um, I ended up meeting them and they were like, hey, we have this idea where there's a holding company called We're Active and underneath that is going to be this company called Active Media. And, you know, uh, we want this media company to not only scale brands, but work with brands in the health and wellness space and really, um, you know, not only find industry insights into how we can make every video better for the clients that we work with, um, but really help them get results and scale their business. Mm-hmm. So you dropped out of college, I guess, was that a pretty hard decision for you to make, like make that leap? Uh, yes and no. I mean, like uh, the, the school that I was at was mm-hmm. pretty expensive um, and I was there for a year and a half already. And, um, you know, there was times where I would be in class and, you know, in the internships that I had done in high school um, and during the summers, a lot of it I had learned just from experience. Um, and I just didn't feel like I was learning very much. And, um, you know, my parents were, you know, on board with it. And it, it really ended up coming down to, um, what I wanted to do if I was going to drop out. And I was like, okay, I can do weddings. I can work with more brands. Like I can make this happen. Mm -hmm. I just need to make the leap. And um, like right as I made that decision, probably like a month later, I ended up getting a text from uh, Paul. And I mean, that's the first time that I got to meet Antonio. And um, it kind of went from there where they were like, hey, we want to bring you on maybe more as like an intern, and this is going to be something that uh, you can be a part of if you want to. And I like, I took that and ran with it, and I tried to show them that like, I can do more than just video, I can, you know, do graphic design work, I can help you guys out with this and that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of how the the opportunity arose where um, they actually were like, we want you to be at the table and be, you know, a part of this as a, as a co-founder. So... Um, it really started with just taking that small opportunity mm-hmm. and um, kind of proving myself. Was yeah. it hard to approach your parents with that like decision that you made, or was it like <laughs> did they understand, or was it like a hard thing to do? Like, how did you, how were you kind of like able to talk to me about that? Yeah, I mean, like growing up, I probably went through like a new hobby every single week, and at that point, you know. I had done snowboarding and airsoft and like literally anything that you could think of, I probably had tried it at that point. And um, probably around 10th or 11th grade, um, 
I really started to get into video and photo and um, I really didn't do any other hobbies after that mm -hmm. and they kind of saw that okay Zach isn't just like picking up random you know like senior headshots anymore and like I was starting to book more things with you know whether it was through um, you know a production company or it was through an actual client they were seeing that Zach is becoming more busy yeah, he's having work coming through. So you're gaining traction. They started like seeing that, and they're like, "Okay, this is starting to pick up." Kind of yeah, thing. exactly. And they like even with the hobbies thing, they have always been in my corner, like been super supportive, making sure that like they that I know that they're gonna be there, whether you know I end up failing at it or not. And um, it really ended up just coming down to, you know this is where I want to go and kind of, I mean, pitching them on where, you know, I could see myself going and um, like the, the, the couple of things I had done, um, you know, if I, if I would have kind of pursued that, pursued like wedding filmmaking and like just more freelance work, um, that was kind of the plan. And then kind of all things changed once I met um, Paul and Antonio. So what kind of, I guess led you into the initial interest of doing like videography. Like what was that kind of like almost start of the hobby that you say? <laughs> yeah. So I I had this uh good friend um probably in like I think it was seventh or eighth grade. Um we we both got like cameras together and I had like sold like all of my old hobby stuff, like my airsoft gun, like all that <laughs> all those little things. And uh, my parents like helped me buy my first camera, so it was me um, and one of my good friends, and uh, we we were like, we were like, okay, we could shoot concerts. Like this is amazing. Like, who knows where we can go with this? And um, you know, I just kind of kept with it, and um, you know, like honestly, for me at that time, like it was more of the journey of like learning things along the way where, you know, I was like, I watched probably 50, like 40, 50 hours of YouTube every single week, just like, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? So I was like, that was the fun part for me. Um, and then obviously like going out and shooting is definitely a part of it, but it was more of like, okay, how do I do what I see these other people doing? Um, and yeah, so it was probably like around eighth grade. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What would you say is your biggest inspiration when it comes to um, your work that you do? Because you said you spent a good amount of time on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, who would you say is kind of your biggest inspiration? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'd say most of the things or most of the people that um, I would watch like to learn um, were people that were, you know, like honestly in, in the world of like videography, there's such a correlation between like what the gamers or like the people that edit gaming videos and the way that they you know do certain transitions and like certain effects and then that like slowly trickles into you know travel videos and things like that and um so it, it was a lot of that kind of stuff um at that time but you know it, it's like for me um it's not as much the videographer that inspires me. I've always been more inspired by like um, business leaders and people that you know really have an articulate 
um, vision that they're sharing. Um, but as far as video goes, I'd say like people like Sam Colder and like Taylor Cut Films, people like that really got me um, really interested into mm -hmm. into you know taking it and like actually making a living off of it. Okay. Yeah. So active media kind of encompasses the health and wellness space. Um, why kind of the focus on the health and wellness space? Yeah. Um, so probably, you know, eight, six, or probably yeah, six to eight months ago, we were doing really anything that came across our plate, any inquiry. Like um, there was a lot of different things going on. And um, we just kind of realized that we had a knack for shooting movement and like what we call sweaty movement. And like, um, we, we just realized that like fast pace almost. Yeah. Saying? Like, okay. you know, not only for, you know, like a gym that maybe want, that maybe wants something, you know, more intimidating, like a little more fast paced, but also like, you know, a, a beverage brand or like a granola bar that wants something that's a little more lifestyle. And, um, we kind of just realized that. Um, we were doing our, ourselves a disservice by trying to tap into every single industry that we could versus kind of niching down and figuring out what are we what are what are we strong at and how can we you know capitalize on that mm -hmm. so what I guess um, Devin winter asked a question uh, what would be your dream company uh -huh. to shoot a video for and have the opportunity to work with hmm. dream client is that yeah, yeah, dream client essentially. Um, like obviously, in the health and wellness space, yeah. it's like Nike, Adidas. Like obviously, those would be some incredible, incredible people to work with. Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, like our ideal client is um, somebody that really values the media space and is honestly just like an awesome time to work with. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd say in my eyes, Nike and Adidas is like okay. the, the cream of the crop. Kind why, of. why those two companies kind of like, is that a personal interest or is that something that you think they maybe lack that you could bring? Mm. Yeah. I'd say, you know, for massive, massive companies, um, like them, um, they're working with a lot of different people on different projects. Um, but they're willing to kind of let these, you know, production companies and agencies come in with these ideas that are going to take their brand further. And, you know, maybe like their goal, like Adidas right now, their goal kind of right now is to break into the creatives, like the quote unquote creative space. And like a lot of their ads are like, you know, there's like jokes about like editors and things like that so that they can kind of break into that. And, um, you know, I think it's brands like, that that are kind of pushing the envelope that we would love to work with and um yeah, yeah. what has been your favorite project you've worked on so far mm. yeah i'd say definitely um alchemy has been you know as far as like our our journey with with them as a client um you know our first video that we ever made for them we were like okay we're gonna do this we're not going to worry about the price. We're just going to knock it out of the park and do the absolute best job that we can. And um, they ended up, you know, 
loving the video and we ended up you know being able to work with them on a much longer term because uh, we were willing to you know show them and prove ourselves mm -hmm. um, at the time like there just wasn't much in our portfolio um, and they've definitely been an awesome client to work with because there is that trust there where um, you know we're showing up to meetings and brainstorm meetings and there's there's a level of you know trust where where we can really come up with some awesome ideas yeah so I actually pulled the caption from your Instagram for a little while ago <laughs> if you'd be able to put some context to it yep um, it says I've been creating and learning more than ever over the past couple months and I've been incredibly worried about what people will think about me and my work I haven't put myself out there because of I'm always thinking about the random person that will call me out for not being talented enough. Hmm. What was kind of the motive to put that message out there? Yeah. You, like, as an artist, I have to work really hard to make something good. And um, there is, like, a lot of, you know, insecurity that, that comes with, saying something you know speaking in a visual form where you're you're sharing something that is is near and dear to you and like it at times it can be really daunting to do that and um i think i just get in this like rut of thinking that like okay it's not as good as this person it's not as good as this person's like everybody's think i'm just going to be copying these people and um it honestly uh, like causes me to like stop what I'm doing and just give up on it at times. And it's been a journey of like, especially on client work, there's, you know, at, at, with active media, there's been so many projects where um, like you just have to believe in the process and, and know that the idea from the beginning is solid and that um, you know, it's going to be carried out in, a, in an awesome way. And, um, but as far as like personal projects go, it's, it definitely gets to me where mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm not sure exactly how people are going to react to something like this. So would you say it's much harder to put out creative work personally than it is for like company wise? Yeah, much harder to put out personal work mm -hmm. um, for me. Um, and, you know, I think part of that is, uh, because I'm, I'm like, there's a there's a Greek term called um, techni, and it's this idea of of craftsman, craftsmanship and you know developing and learning, and since I am just like always trying to consume ideas and like learn new things, um, like I almost get bogged down by the fact that a project that I shot, you know, three weeks ago isn't as good as something that I could be re releasing now based on what I've learned since then. Um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely part of it too. Um, but I just feel like with that specific post, I wanted to be more honest because, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people try to um, fake the fact that it's like an original idea and like it's, it's coming straight from them. Um, but, you know, there's the term there there's a saying nothing is new under the sun and um, I just think that the the work that I want to create I want it to say something 
and that can honestly take a long time so uh, to, to develop that voice so I, I feel like it's a journey that I'm going on and um, would you say yeah. you've made like progress doing that yeah definitely I'd say um, you know there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes um, that nobody really gets to see where you know in like a given week I might be working to like you know, like from seven in the morning to like, and it's not this way every week, obviously, but you know, <laughs> seven to one, like five days in a row, just making sure that we're over delivering for our clients and um, treating them the absolute best that we can. Um, so in that case, a lot of my personal, um, you know, needs and like personal projects end up getting pushed to the side because mm -hmm. there is such a hunger for us to prove ourselves in this space and um so yeah i, I definitely think i've progressed um but my my focus has kind of shifted from you know just coming out with something that's just like zach and just like this was done by zach versus you know this was a project that actually created a result for a, for one of our clients and is something that you know helped them reach their business goals and then allowed them to do something else with that so that's definitely more my focus now um, but yeah I, I definitely feel like I've progressed with that yeah, yeah. so Abigail Hansen asked the question um, why did you go blonde <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's a uh, that's a good question um, so I went, so I, this going blonde was something I had, like, you can ask any of my close friends, it was something I wanted to do since, honestly, probably like 11th grade where I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever, I'm going to do it, and I'm not going to care what people think. And I would say that to people, like, yeah, I'm going to go blonde, and like, just like, not good responses. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you want to go blonde when you're 11? Well, not no, sorry, not 11. Okay. Like 11th grade. Ah, uh, 11th yeah. grade. Okay, 11th grade. Like, yeah. why, why, uh, why did you want to go blonde? So at the time, like, honestly, it, it was like, I've had the same like haircut since like mm -hmm. you just want to change fourth it up grade. I wanted to change. Yeah. I wanted to change it up, and um, the like there was obviously people that were like, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Um, so like. At the beginning of this year, there was like a lot of changes that happened in my life, and like, I just kind of took it as an opportunity to be like, "All right, I'm doing it. I'm not gonna worry about what people think." And that's kind of the, the goes to the um, development of kind of sharing my voice and not really caring what other people think um, or like of their judgment um, because. It's something that I want to do, so I'm just gonna like yeah, just you know, send it. it. Yeah. So, what would you say is your true north in life? Uh, I'd say my true north, and the way that I understand that, um, is the gospel, and it's Jesus. Like as cliche as cliche as that may sound, um, it, it's just uh, the thing that I let drive my decisions and the things that I do. And then to finish off the podcast, I asked three questions. And the first one is, if you could go camping for a week with three people, alive or dead, who would those three people be and why? <laughs> um, okay, so I feel like 
the right answer would be to do like somebody that could survive in the wilderness and like a couple people that you know could actually last a week in the wilderness but like i am just such like a like i'm such a person that wants to hang out with like my best friends all the time and i know that none of my friends would survive camping <laughs> but with that said um i would do uh, my business partner, Paul, my business partner, Antonio, and Sam Colder. Why those three exactly? <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think each of them has to bring to the table? Okay, right. That you'd want to hang out with? Yeah. So I think um, Sam, he's just somebody that I would love to like, pick his brain and like, it's it's so cliche like being a videographer that I like like a, like look up to him so much um, but I just think being able to pick his brain for a week would be amazing and like at the end of it we would probably walk out of the wilderness with like amazing footage some b-roll at the end you guys walk exactly um, and Paul and Antonio I think I, I, I want to see how Antonio would do in the wilderness because I think that would be an amazing thing to watch. And Paul, like, we just get along really well. So, like, we would just have a good time. Solid three. And then if you could explore one place in the entire world, where would you go and why would you go there? I would go... So, I'm torn on this because... There's so many places that I want to go. Um, and I'm also the kind of person where I honestly don't really care where it is that I'm going as long as I'm going with people that I care for and just want to spend tons of time with. So with that said, it would have to be with like some amazing people. Um, but I would love to explore Bora Bora. Bora Bora. Bora Bora. Why would you want to go there? I would, I just want to like be in crystal clear water and go on some hikes and then be in like a hut and then be able to jump out of the water and like cannonball and then swim with sharks and then do the whole thing over again <laughs> every day <laughs> and then what would be one piece of advice that you'd give one piece of advice i would give um i am such a believer in um free work and you know, for, for the the clients that I was able to work with um, before Active Media were 100% because I was able to um, offer them my services for free at the beginning and then um, deliver that value and then be able to um, actually get paid for it. And honestly, like, 
I would say anybody that's trying to break into the you know creative industry and I'd say filmmaking and you know graphic design things like that I would say find like your person that you want to learn from and like the person that you uh, would love to be in their shoes figure out who that is and reach out to them work for them like do their laundry do whatever it takes to uh, to get them to uh, let you be in their circle and um, I mean the amount of opportunities that are going to come from that are going to be insane. And so, yeah, that would be my number one piece of advice is just work for free, figure out where it is that you want to go, and and work your butt off. And then how can people find you, Zach? On, like, social media? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me... Um, Online, you can find me on Instagram at Zachary Shea. And um, you can find me, honestly, if you uh, were to go to Spy House Northeast um, or Dogwood Coffee right next to it, you would probably find me there as well. So those would be the, those would be the three places. Perfect. Well, Zach, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes, share it with friends and family, and you can find us at ever underscore north on Instagram and Twitter and evernorthco on Facebook. Don't come, don't come to the office. <laughs> Take that yeah, part out. The office address is... <laughs> Take that part out. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Say that okay. again. Say that again. <laughs> I thought you were going to keep going. Uh -huh, okay. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Let me okay. Zach, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs>